you're anything like me, you love wisdom, you love to learn, you love things that will expand you and grow and really nurture that spiritual wisdom, but also feed your soul. So get ready, because I'm about to drop a bomb. Oh, hello, darlings. You're listening to Embody Transformation. Come back home to your soul. I'm your host, Johanna Bradford, and we've got some great nuggets and awesome sauce wisdom for y'all. So let's get started. All right, my darlings, today we're getting into it. We're talking about Neville Goddard and his books. In particular, I'm reading The Power of Awareness in the first chapter is I Am, and I've been rereading it for the past three, four days. And letting it sink in, and I'm telling you, it's three pages max, and it's blowing my mind. It's so profound and subtle and simple. And some of these concepts you've probably been introduced to before. I know I have, but I didn't realize that he was the source. See, Neville Goddard's theory is that the Bible is just really like a parable rather than an actual historical uh, detailing of humankind, like an instruction booklet, if you will, of like, the Ten Commandments are like what not to do, and then what to like how to live your life as a good person. But then also, these are the instructions for manifestation. And he really focuses on the power of assumption. And I really love that he takes some of my own levels of study and certifications and credentials, meaning like, I have a coaching background, I'm certified, I've been doing this for years. I'm also well versed and educated and certified in hypnotherapy, timeline therapy, and the unconscious mind and the power of that. And I'm a very skilled, seasoned Reiki healer, Huna healer, quantum healer, psychic medium, you name it, and also Akashic Records. So this really ties into everything because it's all quantum. It's all quantum. And what I love about this the most, first of all, this book, this collection, do yourself a favor, get it. It's the Neville collection. It has all 10 of his books. You can get it on Amazon. It's super rad. And I've (laughs) literally been telling everybody about this, like, you must get this. And it's so simple. So I'm going to break it down for you because this dude kind of is after my heart too, because he was deeply intellectual and spiritual. His, his start was he's from, he was from Barbados and he was an actor and a dancer. And then he moved to LA and he really got into spiritualism and studying all these different things. And then he created these own teachings and had like a VIP section of people that he had study under him. And he was prolific from the 30s to the 70s. And before he died, and I just, I can't say enough about him. I'm just so blown away. So anyway, let's move on. Okay. Quote, I'm reading from his book, I am is that reality to which whatever happens, we must turn for an explanation of the phenomena of life. It is I am's concept of itself that determines the form and scenery of its existence. Everything depends upon its attitude toward itself. That which is that which it will not affirm as true of itself cannot awaken in its world. That is, your concept of yourself, such as I am strong, I am secure, I am loved, determines the world in which you live. In other words, when you say I am man, 
I am father. I am American. You're not defining different I am's. You are defining different concepts or arrangements of the one cause substance, the one I am. Now, just to pause there for a minute, one or a cause substance is Neville Goddard's term for source, creator, God, universe, what have you. So he is saying that whatever we perceive as the concept of ourselves is exactly the life we're going to live. So how we feel about ourselves, how we believe about ourselves is a direct reflection of what is going on in our life. Do we believe that we can be wealthy? Do we believe that we are successful and lovable? Is that the concept that we have of ourself? And is that how we perceive ourselves? Because if it is, then that will be directly reflected in our life. If we don't have a concept and notion about ourselves, or if it's of a lower vibrational frequency, if you will, in terms of the science aspect of energy, then guess what? That lack is going to be reflected in our life. So let's go back to his quote. Again, I'll read that. Even in the phenomena of nature, if the tree were articulate, it would say, I am a tree, an apple tree, a fruitful tree. So when you know that consciousness is the one and only reality, conceiving itself to be something good, bad, or indifferent, and becoming that which is conceives itself to be, you are free from the tyranny of second causes, free from the belief that There are causes outside of your own mind that can affect your life. So what he's saying here is when you are so solid in your belief of yourself as the creator and that you're like in a simulation, if you will, and you're perceiving yourself in that, you're unshakable and only your perception is what will influence you and affect you Uh, out Side external influences will not determine your concept of self. And a perfect example of that are going to be leaders. Look at people like, uh, and politics aside, uh, look at Barack Obama. That dude is an amazing orator. He has charisma. He is confident. He is calm. How he perceives himself is what he became. He started out as just a normal average man with a mixed upbringing, right? And he became president of the United States, not for one, but two terms, and is beloved by many. His concept of himself created that reality for him. Now, if you want to take something... Different, it could also be take uh, Madonna. She started from very humble beginnings as well. Also had a broken home, if you will. And she went to New York City with like 300 bucks in her pocket and like a dream. And look at her. Now she had unshakable faith in herself. And she struggled a lot as well. You take her beginning, and what she is worth now, and what she has created. And these two individuals made history. You start out as just your normal average human being. 
but with the power of your mind and the power of your imagination and the concept you have of yourself, you're able to create whatever you want. So why would you dream of anything less than the biggest dreams that you could have, even if they scare you, even if they're outside of your comfort zone? Good, because that's where the magic happens. Unfucking believable This is just so mind-bogglingly powerful and succinct and simple. And I know that we've all been introduced, well, most of us have been introduced to these concepts before, but this one, for some reason, really clicked and has been blowing my mind. And it has shaped my intentionality and purpose on a daily basis in such a weird way, in the sense that it's foreign to me, not weird as in like oddball, but I'm just like, whoa, like I knew this intellectually, but it didn't quantum click or shift until I read this book by him and until I heard it. And I just think that's so powerful. And that's why I'm sharing this with you, because maybe my sharing this with you and breaking it down for you in the way that it has transformed things for me, we'll do the same for you and knock your socks off and blow your mind because, dude, this is like some cool tutor. Okay, so it goes on. In the state of consciousness of the individual is found the explanation of the phenomena of life. So if man's concept of himself were different, everything in his world would be different. His concept of himself being what it is, everything in his world must be as it is. Thus, it is abundantly clear that there is only one I am, and you are that I am. And while I am is infinite, you by your concept of yourself are displaying only a limited aspect of the infinite I am. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So let's go a step further. I mean, I'm just, this concept is so simple and I just love it so much. It's transformative. I mean, look, if this doesn't knock your socks off and you're not into it, that's fine. Thanks for listening anywho, and move on. But for those of you that this does resonate with and it clicks, it's so simple. I was on a podcast. I was a guest a couple weeks ago with a dear friend of mine. And she says to me, what's the first thing about wealth that anyone needs to be aware of? And I said, believe. The belief because it starts in your mind, it starts in your imagination. I've shared this with you before. I'll share it with you a bajillion more times until I die. Everything starts in the mind. It absolutely does because it's a consciousness. We're just in these human projections temporarily, but we're always our consciousness. And if we're able to shift and change and transition and truly be in control of our emotions, our mind, we're able to control everything else in our reality. Now, that's a concept many people th think they understand and they intellectualize. However, here's a clear indicator on whether you have control over your imagination or not. Are you able to imagine in detail what your future is, what your life is? Take, for instance, today. This is a great example. I highly recommend you do this before you go to sleep every night. It takes a couple minutes. It's going to be a little frustrating at first if you can't get it down. But if you're unable to 
visualize things. It doesn't mean that you're not a visual person. It doesn't mean you're only kinesthetic or only auditory. It has nothing to do with your learning style. It means that you haven't trained your imagination yet. And when you're able to train it and when you have control of your imagination, absolutely, you are unstoppable. Everything is possible and you can manifest rapidly. This is a game changer. Here's the exercise. At night, as you're going to bed, I encourage you to review your life in reverse. So what was the last thing you did before you got in bed? Were you in the restroom brushing your teeth? Okay. What is the detail? What were you wearing? What's the color of the toothpaste? Was the toothbrush made out of a certain material? Was it electric? So on and so forth. Was the bathroom steamy? What did you do before you got ready for bed? Were you in the kitchen making tea? If you were, then what does that look like? What are those details like? Each step, reverse and reverse and reverse. And get down to the color, the texture, the look, the feel, the environment, the sound, the smell. It's going to be a little challenging at first. It's going to take a couple times before you get it down. But here's the thing. Then your dreams are going to be so vivid and so clear that you're going to be able to actually be aware of what you are doing in your dreams and be able to actually make a choice and decision and be like, oh, my dreams aren't happening to me. I am participating and controlling what's happening in my dreams. So therefore, I participate and control what happens in my reality, which is in the consciousness state of awareness of awakened, being just awake versus sleep. This is a game changer, but doing it in reverse When you do this, the power of your awareness just gets crystal clear. So when it, I mean, this is more powerful than actually just scripting everything down. I mean, if that works for you, you can do that. You can script this. It will take longer to do it. But if you can just try the exercise by imagining and try it instead of affirmations, And then see how clear and aware and present you are the next day and the next day and the next day. You're going to get to a point where you are absolutely aware in your dreams. It's like lucid dreaming, but you're fully under. You're able to control and master everything. Isn't that remarkable? That is just so phenomenal. I actually am testing this out and it is true. I am crystal clear aware. It's lifted brain fog. I'm not groggy and and confused in the morning. My memory is sharper and my recall is really clear and sharp. And I am hyper aware of the intentionality that I have and of the thinking that I have in assuming about conversations, interactions, rather than being on autopilot. On autopilot, we're much more of a reactionary, like we're much more of the concept that things are happening to us rather than for us. When you have this level of control of your imagination, it's as good as done because the important thing about the law of assumption is to visualize it and feel it on the other side of it being done, not just as in like the anticipatory, I'm getting really excited, this is ha- going to happen, it's going to happen. I'm talking about 15 minutes after it's sex- successfully completed, bam, in the timeline, it's happened, it's done. 
keep that level of consciousness and concentration and awareness and feeling of 15 minutes after the successful completion of it already being accomplished, whatever that dream is, physical, emotional, mental, and, you know, material, what have you, whatever it is, whatever your heart desires, and get so crystal clear on it with that exercise and really feel into the power of how this makes you feel. And not just that it makes you feel good, but that you are relieved and satisfied and grateful. Those three things are so much more important than just excitement about it being done. That's more anticipatory. The feeling of relief and satisfaction and gratitude for this thing that's already in your life, that it's happened and that it's just so precious and perfect as it is and whole and complete in your life because you created it and it has been answered. That, that feeling, have that before you go to bed every night and just that satiated gratitude and relief, absolutely affirming. Thanks, universe. Because the power of your mind is so extraordinary. And the best two times of day and night to do this are that 20 minute window just before you fall asleep, where you're kind of just in that little hazy space and that space when you wake up before you're awake and making decisions, that 15, 20 minute period. It's when you are impressionable. This is why you have to be really diligent about the diet of your what you're consuming auditorily and visually. Absolutely. And energetically. Are you watching a bunch of scary shit before you go to bed or like the news? It's a bummer. Or are you listening to affirmations? Are you focusing and being intentional that if I'm the creator, then it starts with the power of my belief. It starts with the power of my assumption. It starts with the power of my gratitude. And it starts with the power of my relief feeling relieved and satisfied that this happened, but I'm so clear on it because I have so many details about it because I'm in control of my imagination, then that is so succinctly powerful in the momentum of the materialization of it. Do you see? I mean, this is mind-blowing. I love it. I really like it a lot. Yeah. So... That is today's lesson. (laughs) And I hope you love it because it's been blowing my mind. And I hope you do the wonderful exercise that I gave you. And I hope that you practice this twice a day before you really get out of bed. You're in that like sleepy state, say say those beautiful affirmations. Before you go to bed, do the visualization of everything backwards, like I said. And then also do the gratitude, the relief, and the absolute satisfaction of 15 minutes after it's already completed that you already have it. Yes. Hallelujah. Your life will change. This is magic secret sauce, I'm telling you. Irma, darlings, that is all I have for today. I would love to hear how this has changed your life. So hit me up. Let me know. Love you. Mean it. If you love today's episode or other episodes like share, download, take me with you, 
And keep listening, my darlings. If you want to know more, check out the link to work with me or check out one of my offerings and I will see you next time. I'm your host, Johanna Bradford, and you're listening to Embody Transformation. Come back home to your soul.